Welcome to episode six of Rocketeer's Side Hustles and Startups. In this episode, we meet Anna Pinnock, who is founder of Anna Pinnock Nutrition. Anna is a nutritional therapist who specializes in helping people with autoimmune and thyroid problems. You can learn more about Anna's business at annapinnock.co.uk. So, Anna, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. And I'm so excited to be meeting um, someone else who is uh, running a business. Now, I don't know a lot about what you do, which is really good for our viewers and our listeners. I know a little bit, but um, only, only enough to be dangerous. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you if you wouldn't mind, first of all, by just sharing with me uh, and sharing with our viewers and listeners what you do, um, what your business is about. That would be really helpful. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. Um, and so I'm a nutritional therapist and my business is just Anapinet Nutrition. So I'm the brand of the business. And I, I help those with autoimmune and thyroid conditions to truly, truly heal by addressing the root cause of the of their disease, not masking the symptoms. So you can say that uh, I like to see myself as, a, as someone who gives my client the power of living a happy and fulfilling life by dealing with any health issues they may have. And um, so that's, that, that's what I do. Wow. I mean, what an absolutely fantastic business to be um, operating where your aim is to help people to be happy and healthy and fulfilled. That is like such an amazing business to be doing. I mean, you know, you hear about people that are maybe selling things online, maybe they're, they've got products, they're doing drop shipping, and, you know, people are going to enjoy receiving products, but to do something that has a significant positive impact in, in someone's life is, is, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so would you mind maybe giving me um, an example of, um, um, what you might do to help someone. So what kind of people do you talk to? What kind of people are you helping? And who would you say maybe is, a, is an ideal client that you might be helping at the moment? So I help essentially anyone who comes and speaks to me. So if I can help them with, with what I do, uh, I, I help them. If I cannot, I always refer or try to help them find someone who can be the most suitable person for them. But essentially what I do... Uh, I look at the person's diet, uh, I look at the person's lifestyle, because diet is just one part of the well-being, so I also look at stress, sleep, uh, exercise, all the kind of holistic components of, the, of, of someone's life, and, um, and, and we, you know, when we discuss everything with my clients and we start making changes, or they start making changes, we often start with the diet because I am a nutrition therapist and that's my main focus, and uh, diet is very important, you know, obviously, because you know we are what we eat, absorb, uh, digest, and absorb. So if you feed your body with wrong type of foods or unhealthy foods, then it's not going to the body is not going to work hundred percent. So my job is to look at the diet, see what the person is missing, or maybe what they're having that is not good for them based on their health condition, um, and then we address that. And at the same time, we try to I try to see what else um, needs to be addressed. Because even if someone has the best diet in the world, a lot of vegetables, very healthy, if, if they're lacking in, in stress management or they have very sedentary lifestyle or, um, 
or they or they don't sleep very well, they, they, their health is not going to be massively good, even though the diet is amazing. So it's it's trying to find a balance. And in a way, I suppose I'm a bit like an educator as well, trying to educate people about best choices they can make in terms of food, and then educating them how you know about exercise, what's you know how important it is, and stress management and sleep management. And I can give them some basic techniques or advice and information but if i think they need some extra support like for example if i identify they have traumatic experience in the past they haven't dealt with this is something that's beyond me and i i know that and i explain that to them and i, I refer them to another practitioner and explain how important it is to address these things so i see myself as helping people get better quality of life by addressing the the whole life holistically uh, but I don't work in, like, even though I work my, on my, uh, just um, independently myself, I don't see what I do as, um, how to explain that, I see it as a part of a bigger health or well-being approach. So I wouldn't just recommend, just change the diet and that's it. I, I would say, look at everything else that's happening in your, in your life. Try to find maybe people who can help you. Uh, with that as well and just have this kind of holistic approach sorry that's maybe a bit you know rather kind of convoluted way of explaining but uh, I essentially what I do I, I don't see what I do I don't see it as a, the only thing that can help my clients and there is nothing else and diet is cure uh, for everything it, it's not so okay. I'm aware of that and and that's how I approach uh, approach my uh, my clients that's really helpful thank you so so just for me to just clarify kind of my understanding. So your expertise is around the, the, the health, it's around their fitness, and it's around their stress management and about all of how those aspects work together. Would you say that's, have I, have yeah, I got that? So essentially, what I'm trying to find out is the root cause of the problem. So if someone comes to me, uh, I, I look at their diet and see, okay, what can we, you know, what can we improve there? And we you know and we work on that but i'm also aware the diet is not the only thing that can contribute to poor health so i'm trying to find the root cause of the problem and i need to find out if the person is stressed i need to find out if the person is sleeping well i need to find out what infections maybe they had in the past um, you know all of these things because diet may not be enough for them to improve their health and my job is to find out what else they can work on and improve and support to get the best life and the best quality of life possible so they can get get on with their life and do what they want to do that's great so so you're like a sherlock holmes for health and fitness yeah that's so um, like, a, like a detective you're yeah, like that's a detective what I do sometimes I, I see myself because hercule hercule poirot <laughs> helping you get fit and healthy but you know because I, I i love doing it it's it's um because I was chatting to my husband yesterday, and actually, I don't, even though I work for myself, I don't, when I think about my work, I don't think of it as work, because I enjoy what I do. And when I work, I enjoy it, because when I work, I learn, because there is always something new with clients, there's new conditions I haven't heard maybe or haven't uh, dealt with before. So I do a lot of research every time. And I learn about this microbe or that disease or this supplement. I love it because it's it's never the same and it's it's just interesting. And I just and I love research. I love spending my time just reading, making notes, and 
doing my research on different things and making these connections, like thinking, okay, they had this symptom and, and that symptom, and their diet is like that, and their lifestyle is like that. What's, what, how can we connect the dots and, and, and help them? So yeah, it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, it's really great to hear you say that because, you know, again, for viewers and listeners to hear you say that you, you're working for yourself, but actually it doesn't feel like work. That is just, do you know what? That is just such an amazing space and an amazing spot to be in, in your life is to, you know, I, I would say that, that that for me, what I'm learning my own, you know, myself running my business and speaking to more and more people like you, it's, for me, it's not necessarily about, how much money you can achieve and overly setting goals. It's about if you can find something that you're interested in, you're passionate about, you care about, you're knowledgeable about, and you can get paid to do that and be your own boss and be happy. I mean, that is like the ultimate position to be in. So I've just got to say, you know, I'm so uh, amazed and so great to speak to someone who has found that that sweet spot. So um, can I, let, let me just ask you another question about your clients then. Would you say you've got a typical type of problem that people tend to come to you with thinking that that's what you can help them with, even, even if it ends up becoming, you know, a different reason to why they thought they needed your help? Is there, is there a particular type of person that you're finding that wants, wants your help? I think you're probably alluding to an avatar or ideal client, which I have uh, like stick on my, you know, it, it's on my wall there. Uh, and I do have an ideal client avatar, but I have to say for me, it's more about the um, audience, I suppose, because even though I specialize in thyroid and autoimmune conditions, a lot of clients that I see don't have these issues. They just, looking for solutions they're looking for because quite often the people i see they've been to the doctors and they said nothing was wrong with you or we cannot help you and they don't know what to do so they're looking for different solutions and they come across my website come across me they like what they see they like the, the copy there i suppose they contact me and then i chat to them about how i approach things so even though i specialize in certain areas because i myself have autoimmune condition of the thyroid so that's why that's kind of my special interest. But all the people that come to me, even with autoimmune conditions and thyroid conditions, they have other issues like digestive issues, skin issues, hormonal issues, all of that. So you kind of, it's, it's very kind of difficult to narrow it down, even though I have a niche. Yes, it's important like in any business to have a niche. And my niche is thyroid and autoimmune conditions. And that's what I focus on. But at the moment, most most of my clients would be autoimmune, but I have in, I had non-autoimmune clients. I, and in the past, when I didn't have a niche, I had everything. So I had clients with different conditions, autoimmune conditions, weight gain. Some people wanted to lose weight, uh, put on weight, uh, skin issues, digestive issues, um, eating disorders, so autism as well. So I had I dealt with different conditions in the past. So it's just tricky for me to answer, but I am I have a niche and I try to focus on my niche because it's it's what interests me. And also essentially by having a niche, it makes it easier to do your work, to do my work. So because if I have if I'm if I open myself to every other if, if, so, so to anyone with any condition out there, I will be constantly researching and, and learning. And I love doing that. But at the same time, I have a business to run. 
So spending hours for every client on research is not necessary. It, it's, it's great, I'd love to do it, but at the same time, it's a, it's a little bit easier if you specialize in certain conditions because at least you have the basics or you, you have a bigger understanding of what's going on and then you do a, a little bit more research based on that person and other conditions or problems they may have and you learn this way, but you don't have to do everything from, you don't have to do everything from scratch. No, that makes sense. And I, uh, I imagine that, yes, it's like, if you've got a particular type of client that you're meeting that, that like you say, has got the autoimmune issues or um, a, a specific um, challenges, the more knowledge you've got around that area, the more helpful you can be to them. So quick question then, Anna. So as you started, you explained that you initially were getting people with different problems. You were exploring all the different ways you could help people. There was a little bit of time consuming um, in that aspect and you've kind of refined that and become a little bit more specific what would you say your actual business model is so what I mean by that is how do you generate your money is it because you actually do one-to-one coaching sessions do you do those over um, a series of, of sessions with people do you do online courses do you, yeah, how, how does your business actually work when we actually look at the inside, look under the bonnet mm-hmm. and, and look at how your business operates? How yeah. would you describe the way you actually generate your income, I suppose? So just let me start with, so, five, so I graduated five years ago and back then I worked full time in a corporate world and I decided not to quit my job and try to do it as, as you call it, side hustle, isn't it? So, so uh, that's what I tried to do. So I tried, I worked full time and tried to do like evenings and weekends. And then after a year or so, I decided, well, I need to go part-time. So I went part-time and uh, I tried to grow my business this way. And I was doing one-to-one consultation. So one-off consultation, a report, send it to the client and then possibly follow up. And, and, and I, was, I did that for four years to last year. So over the period of four years, I managed to uh, leave my office job and uh, full-time job. So I went part-time and then I left. And then last year, I managed to leave my other jobs completely. And I did a business coaching, two months of business coaching. And I changed from having one of consultations to programs. So at the moment, I have... I run programs with clients, uh, packages, programs, whatever you call them. Essentially, um, changing some t- someone's health isn't a quick fix, especially if someone has hasn't been a, hasn't been well for a long time. So, I work with clients starting with three months programs, and that includes at least six consultations because you need that commitment. You need constant contact with me every two three weeks to. Uh, change the habits and kind of make incremental changes to to the diet and lifestyle. So that's the kind of a, um, what, what what I moved to from one of consultation to programs. I don't do online uh, courses or group courses because essentially, even though I've been practicing for five years, I've been doing my full time nutritional practice for or since summer last year. Thank you so much for sharing. And I just want to just, again, congratulate you on, um, well, there's a number of um, words that come to mind because I've had a similar journey to you in the early days um, where it was a side hustle. 
Uh, so yeah, gr- thank you for using that word with our podcast series being called uh, Side Hustles and Startups. So I, there's a few words that come to mind. It's commitment, it's focus, it's patience, it's determination. Um, it's almost as if you connected um, with almost your reason why you're on this planet. And you uh, earlier on when you said how happy you are, it doesn't feel like work. And for me, I think what's so fantastic about this this session is to meet someone who has truly found their calling, their dedication, um, and has been prepared to work through that time of using your skills and expertise and to go from the side hustle and to move that into now what you do as your career. So I just want to... I don't want this to sound too cheesy, but I just want to say a huge, huge well done because there are so many startups and businesses that fail because to go from starting with an idea and a passion and to turn that into a business model that can operate almost separate to you as an individual because your business doesn't care about your feelings. Your business needs to survive and thrive on the revenue it generates over the costs that it that is required to deliver it. And then, of course, we all know that then we've got the profits that we can mm. use to live off and use to reinvest and to grow. And it sounds really, really simple, but so yeah, many well. people fail at it. And so I just wanted to say just huge well done. And, yeah, just, just massive congratulations because to get to where you are and to get to where we are takes those words that I've just... I've just but, I, but I think it's, it's not all... You know, it's not all roses and, and great. I have to say, it's um, in, in terms of profit, I'm still not not probably there. I'm still figuring out the right marketing strategy. I'm still figuring figuring out uh, a lot of things. And working for for myself is great, and it is like a passion. But sometimes it is difficult to distinguish business and passion. And sometimes I I give, for example, you know, I see that I give too much time. I don't think because I don't think about my business as a business because I, I it, it's 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 it just feels like not work. It, it's just it's tricky and I have low days, you know, where, where things, you know, when when maybe things are, aren't looking that great. But and again, that is going to ch- sound cheesy, and I've never done something like that before. But actually, on my wall here, I have uh, reasons to keep going, and one of them is doing what I'm passionate about and. Uh, just not, I don't work in the office anymore and all the things why I don't work in the office I don't have office politics I don't have a boss I want to be flexible I want to have my working hours I want to have I don't do, do, to do PDPs you know the personal development uh, sessions you have to do in the office I do them for my own nutrition because that's the requirement but that they don't feel like something I have to do because I enjoy it I usually do more hours than I have to do uh, but I have these reasons, which just there, like no pointless meetings, you know, I, all these things I, I just hated about being in the office. I had them written that keep me motivated because I'm like, I need to keep going. I don't want to spend whole or the rest of my life in the office working, doing something that doesn't have meaning. Like I worked as a web analyst in the insurance company. <sighs> I just couldn't. I was I was unhappy. I was unhappy, and I couldn't. I could. I didn't see myself spending my whole life working in the office. And uh, and now it's it's not just feel different so much so, so much different. But it is it is it is not easy. I have to say it is not yeah. easy to grow a business 
and we, we chatted about it before uh, and it may sound a bit funny but i'm not a very ambitious person so my goal is not to have the biggest practice in the uk or publish a book or be on tv I, I don't see that. I don't see this kind of fame, you know, being famous or something like. I want to have the life, uh, work-life balance that it's important for me. And maybe it's also, future, yeah. Anna. It's also realistic. You know, you're grounded in very much understanding who you are. What, as you alluded to, what makes you happy? I'm, I'm, I, I really appreciate you explaining there and saying that that doesn't mean that there aren't problems. And there aren't challenges, but as you just alluded mm. to, there was challenges and problems when you were working in the office, except now, yes, there's still challenges and problems, but now you're in control of your destiny. And the key thing that you've identified mm. is the work-life balance and about being happy. So I would say that compared to such a lot of people around the world, you've taken that risk and that can be a challenge. You've stepped forward with the drive and the determination to make it work. You've been patient. You've obviously been intelligent and looked at your strategic way that you're working. You recognized you needed some coaching to help you focus on a specific act, aspect of the business to make it profitable. I just want to I'll just want to make one more point and then I'll come back with a question. Um, I think it's I think it's great that that, as I said, when you had that analysis done by the uh, by, by the business coach, it was trying to work out how the business model could work. And, you know, the one comment I want to make here is I, I alluded to it earlier. If, if you recognize that there's Anna and then there's the business, and I do the same as Richard and there's the business. Now, what I do to make sure that I am doing what the business needs, I almost imagine myself putting a hat on where I am actually working for Rocketeer. Because what I'm able to do then is remove the emotional side of what I'm doing as a business owner. And I know that my job and my role delivering and growing my business to certain things I need to do regardless of my emotions. And I found that that's helped me with the same difficulty that you alluded to, where maybe sometimes you want to give so much because you care so much mm. about people. So I found that's helped me is making sure I know when it's Richard at work and I have to do what, what the job demands. It's almost as if I've got a boss, but it's like an imaginary kind of imaginary board of directors, as it were, who are, you know, I, I have to answer to and I'm, um, you know, I have to report to. So that, that's number one. That's really helped me. And then, um, I, as I say, I like what you've done in regards to assessing your business model and working out how that needs to, to work from an efficiency perspective to give you what's needed. Let, let me just um, ask you a question about your, mm -hmm. you just alluded to it in regards to your goals then. So I, I understand that you've identified that you don't want the, 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 the huge publicity, the huge ambition to grow the business too much, which is fantastic. So have you got um, a vision of what you do want it to do? So have you got a target number of clients? Have you got a target revenue number? Um, that'd be interesting for people to know. And then I suppose from there, it would be, what would you say are the biggest challenges you face at the moment? So have you got any targets, goals? Is it revenue? Is it number of clients? So what is your plan to, to, to move it forward? Because of course, if you're not moving forward, you could say you're standing still and therefore your competitors could be moving forward. So th there needs to be some progression. What targets have you got? 
And then um, as we start to move towards um, bringing this to a conclusion, what would you say are the biggest challenges that you've got at the moment? Yeah, so, um, so as I said, let's start with, so that, so I, I started going, so I went full time last summer and I've done a lot of things since then. I think I've progressed a lot. And uh, I have actually a list of things that I wanted to mention that I have done, maybe I haven't yet, but one of the things that I started to do was networking. So I went to, I, I signed up with a couple, with couple of networking groups uh, and I also identified I needed some help with SEO and AdWords and I found grants. Uh, so I applied for grants and some free marketing support. So I got that uh, and I will be working on, and, and because of that, I needed to do marketing plan, which I never did in the past because it was a side hustle and all that, but now it's full time. So I have my marketing plan. So I had to figure out my goals you know, for three years, my the clients and and um, what I want to earn. So essentially, it's kind of the business model I have is having less clients but good quality clients. Um, so it's not about the numbers, about the quality, because I want to give my time to my clients. I don't want to rush through. I want to address everything properly, and because of that, I need I need time. And also, I would like to be paid for my time, what I think it's worth. So in terms of clients, depending, because my packages, can, the prices can change depending on what's involved, how long they are. But essentially, they start from like £700 up. And uh, but I would need around six to six, four to six clients a month. And essentially, I'm working to about 50000 a year. So that's my um, kind of a ballpark, where I would like to be. That's great. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that. That's brilliant. Okay. Oh, that, thanks for that then. And so now challenges. What would you say at the moment is the biggest challenge you face? Because I'd like to see if I've got any experience or thoughts on if, I, if there's anything I can help with. And if there isn't, maybe I'll go and do a bit of research like you did. And mm -hmm. I'll do a bit of Sherlock Holmes and see if I can come back. Um, with something for you but what would you say is the biggest challenge at the moment uh or or it could be a challenge that you're seeing but also maybe is there some challenge or problem that you're not sure how to get around because you might have a challenge and know how to address it but there might be a problem that you're really not sure how to get around so it, how, how would you answer that so i think at the moment for me would be the leads yeah so the kind of because i um or leads or inquiries, however you want to call them. So I think that's since I changed from one of consultations which were cheaper to packages and programs which are a bit more expensive, the leads is a, or inquiries are a little bit more difficult to, to get because I think you know there's various reasons behind that because we're used to free NHS and people are not used to paying for the uh, for the service, or but they may not exactly realize or maybe I'm not conveying exactly what value or problem I'm going to solve for them. I think I am. I've been working on that, but maybe that's still not there. Uh, but I've been trying to address that by, you know, starting SEO work with, with the grant I get. So I know I need more SEO or, you know, friendly pages and content on my website. I'm doing AdWords as we start. I started last week. So to kind of generate them more leads, because once I get inquiries and leads, the conversion rate I have, or when I speak to clients and who sign up is quite good, but it's just, 
I don't seem to be able to get more inquiries, even though I've been working on, as I mentioned, networking. I've been, I've seen I probably have talked to about 100, if not more people since like last summer, one-to-ones and in groups and meetings. I started doing podcasts or appearing on other people as guests. I'm doing videos, I'm focusing on social media as well more, trying to be regular, but it's something that I suppose that's a challenge. I don't enjoy social media. So that's something that is I see as a challenge. So I just try to focus and be consistent and only post twice a week. It's, it's just maximum I can do. Um, okay, let me jump. Can I jump in there yeah. then? Because there's already a few things that I know from my own experience running my business, the R&D that I do, um, and also a lot of the clients I've worked with. So a um, couple of things there. So um, I've, I recognized early on with my business, um, you may or may not know um, from some of our previous conversations, but we've been what you'd call a B2B business, a business to business mm -hmm. provider for a few years now. We deliver programs with um, MOJ into, into prisons. We've done coaching with the Professional Footballers Association. So we've worked with a, a variety of colleges as well. So we've worked with a variety of businesses. And what I recognized and understood um, probably about 18 months, two years ago, is that we needed to be a B2C business, a direct-to-consumer business. And so I started to build a platform, started to create content because I knew that what we had, the information and the knowledge would be very useful for people starting and growing businesses. So the reason why I mentioned that is there's two things. Number one, you are a direct-to-consumer B2C business. And so therefore, you really, really, really need to be active on platforms. Now, you talk about um, health and, and, and fitness. Um, if you were advising someone to get fit, you wouldn't say to do that to them to do one to two press ups a week is going to help them get fit. And it's a really good analogy to use for you to get your business out there. Now, there's 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 something that I'm going to tell you that's really helpful. If you don't enjoy being in front of the camera and you don't want to be the face of what you do, you don't have to be. Don't try and think about all the things that a business owner needs and try and do them all. You know what you're good at, and that's that one-to-one -one group sessions where you're selling the packages. That's where you need to focus. However, your company still needs to be recognized and found, as you've alluded to, while you're doing your SEO work. So it's brilliant you're doing that training. However, you need to be, and, and don't get too worried about this yet, you need to be doing about nine to 10 pieces of content a day to be able to generate what you need. Now, there are ways that you can do that. Um, I'm very much like you. There's a lot I'm doing, and I've now started with the shift over to B2C. I'm starting to do a lot, lot more content that we're producing on a daily basis. I used to do one to two pieces a week. And as we've shifted and I've done my research and with my knowledge, I know that's just not enough. It's just not going to cut it. And the reason why it's not going to cut it is the way the algorithms and the way the platforms work. If you're only posting one, one or twice, one or two pieces a week, the algorithm's not going to pick you up and it's not going to, it's not going to reach enough people for you to then to get those leads coming in. Now, what you can do is you can promote your brand. You can find ways of raising your profile. Um, you could even get other people to be in front of the camera for you. So there are things that you can do, and maybe we could pick up on that together an another time. I could send you an email with a few ideas. 
Um, but it's worth bearing that in mind. Now, the biggest platform at the moment that can provide the biggest opportunities because the algorithm is still so new and you can go viral really quickly, but it needs you to be doing two or three pieces a day, but it is possible. And that's on TikTok. Now, TikTok is not just about people dancing and putting funny videos up. I've heard about one guy who runs a concrete business. He was posting on TikTok and he got a seven figure contract for his concrete business posting on TikTok. With TikTok, you could post something tomorrow and you could get 50 people see it. You could post something the next day and you could get 50,000 people to see it. So don't underestimate the opportunity that TikTok is still providing today. A lot of the other platforms, there's still opportunity, but the chance to go viral and the chance to reach the number of people you want to reach is so much harder. So I'm glad that you've got a rough idea of who your client is because that allows you to kind of start to work out, this is my specialism. This is where I do really well with my clients. Let me see if I can work out the best platform to find them on. And I know you would have done that research. So that's really helpful, whether it's, LinkedIn posts, because maybe it's professionals who can afford your services, um, maybe more than if you're going onto Instagram and Facebook. So it's really good for you to work out the, the best one or two platforms or two or three, but I would absolutely 100%, and I've been following lots of digital marketing experts and gurus. So TikTok, TikTok's something you need to do. The other thing is, and I'm doing this myself, is don't worry about the reactions you get for the first 500 pieces of content you put on TikTok or the first 250 or the first 600, 700. Just do it as an analytical approach, like a scientific experiment of go on TikTok, download the app, watch people until you find someone creating content in a way that you'd be happy to do. Because it might be that you're able to do a voiceover and you could do some... Um, you could get someone on Fiverr, people per hour to do some really cost-effective um, um, drawings. You could have animations because you can get some real good stuff done, real good mm. quality, and it's not that expensive. You could then do the voiceover. So you don't need to be on. Then you could try two or three of those a day, 15, 20, 25 second clips. If you did about eight, nine, 10 minutes worth of, of, of content. And then you cut that up into segments and tested those segments. So that's the first big thing I'd mentioned from my research and what we're about to launch is TikTok is definitely something you should try. Don't worry until you've done loads and loads, get the feedback, see what's working, see how many followers you get in. Um, that's a great tip, number one. The second thing I'd recommend is you mentioned earlier that when you were providing lower priced items, it was easier to sell. And that's that makes sense. Mm. The moment you increase and you're providing higher cost items, it's much, much harder to convert people. So what I would recommend is a ladder. Now, what you do with the ladder is you provide. I heard this quote once, and I love this quote. A business is not about your products and services. And when I heard that and read it the first time, I had to reread it because I'm like, what course a business is about products and services? A business is not about products and services. A business is about the results that you can get your clients. So if you can start to provide, and I'm sure you're doing this anyway, because I've seen some of your podcasts. If you start to provide information, eBooks, video clips, and you provide something for free, 
and you just give value, 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 value. And don't worry at the moment about that link up to the seven, 800, 1500, two, two and a half, five gram products. You want to provide a ladder, a staged steps of how you can take people on that journey. Because when you first meet someone, it's hard to tell which ones can afford a five gram program and which ones can only afford a 25 quid program or a 25 quid book. Now, I remember reading about this guy who ran a suit business and he said, I just sell 500 pound suits. How can I provide something that's either free or then low cost in this ladder that takes people up to what I offer at 500 pound? And this guy said to him, well, why don't you give away free cufflinks? So what he did is he started to create information on the website, provided things. And he said, if you reply to this, you can get my free ebook and you can get a free pair of cufflinks. Because what he worked out was if he had 500 people request the 500 pairs of cufflinks, because of the way he staggered his email autoresponders and he set up his, uh, his emails, collecting email addresses, putting them into mailing lists and following through these stages, out of 500 going out on cufflinks, he might get 200 people that are interested in buying a shirt or buying a pair of socks or whatever it might be next. And then from those, he would get a higher percentage that would go on to buy the, the, the suits. So what he worked out was previously where he was doing all of his costs and his um, payment systems on upfront ad advertising to, to sell direct to a suit, when he put in these staggered items that started off as free, then low cost, then medium cost, and then high cost, he found that the conversions were much, much better. Now, what you find out when you run these is that what happens is that they're going to, it's going to cost you to come up with something. But what then happens is that cost of creating something that you might sell for £5, £10, £20, that's a cost to you. Then there's the cost of the freebie. But actually what happens is you're going to convert more of your £700 plus clients because there's this ladder of progression that they can go through. Um, I'm doing that now. I've tried it. I know people who've done it and it's very, very successful. Um, and I just wanted to share that with you because I think that could be something really helpful and you can automate it. You've got so much content anyway. You could even give people the whole plan of everything you do, because if you give it away, some people are going to read it, but actually there's still going to be a high percentage of people who are going to want you to take them through the program. But if you give them so much value, they're going to think, look at this ebook. I've just watched a video, a free video series by Anna, and she sent me six videos and they were 10 minutes long. And she took me through how to go from the challenges I've got today to a healthy fitness program and lifestyle program and de-stress program of tomorrow. And it was a YouTube series. There were six of them and it was free and it was absolutely fantastic. So you could go maybe from a video ad, something on TikTok collect their email address. You could then give them access to this YouTube mini video series. You've then got their emails that are starting to build. And then from those people, you might then have a 25 pound item. And then you might do a 250 pound item. And then what you'll find is if you end up having three, four, 500 people that bought the 250 pound item, there might be 20, 30, 40% of those people who are going to want to take your bigger item cost. So I just wanted to share that because that's something that's working for me. I've known it worked for other people and I'm now putting that program in place. And then one final thing to leave you with, and then I'd love your response to all this, um, is I have also put in place underneath my ladder, 
I've put in place a monthly subscription program. And that then means that if anyone drops off my freebie, my book that will be coming out soon, an ebook for four quid, a printed book for maybe 12 quid, then I've got mini courses for 15 pounds. I've got a full course for 120 pounds. And I'm like you, I go up to a 1500 pounds, two and a half thousand pound incubator program. But underneath all of that, I've got my subscription package. And for at the moment on our beta subscription package for $8.99 a month, people can access all of my content. And, be, and those people will drop through who say, do you know what? I've, I've enjoyed the freebie. I don't want that 50 pound product, but I do quite fancy being on your platform for $8.99 a month. Now, creating that platform is not easy. Creating that lad draft describes not easy. However, if we go back to your commitment, your dedication, and how long you've spent getting to where you are today, it's not going to take you long to think through a little process like that, that you could start to put in place a ladder and think about what a monthly subscription service could look like um, and see how that works. So, yeah, I know I've just mentioned a lot, but what's your what's your thoughts or questions? Yeah, so what you mentioned is what I see other practitioners are doing. So as you imagine, I follow a lot of um, good people or very kind of well-known people in my field and quite often in America. So I can see how they operate because that's, you know, I, I notice um, and webinars and coaching programs and freebies and newsletters and, and this and that. So I can see where, you, where you're coming from. In terms of TikTok, um, that's something to look into for me because it's also about the, the age. I don't know what's the kind of age audience of TikTok because let my me, clients tend to be around 40 up. Let me come back to you on that because I know the answer to that. It used to be late teens, early 20s. Guess what? Now it's mid 30s upwards is the most okay. consumers on TikTok. That's, so that's, so, that's so it's, to look into. it's mm -hmm. actually the perfect audience for you. It's the perfect opportunity with that platform. And the sooner you get onto it and, and think of, even if you only have a couple of ladder points, you don't have to go mad on it. Something free that people can get, that mini course idea might work. Yeah. And then maybe something for 50, 60 quid that could, that could be automated. And then from there, you're upselling them for those that might be interested in your in your program. Because what you're you alluding to is a lead magnet, which I have on my on my website, which is free ebook. Uh, and then and then I have the monthly newsletter as well. So there are there are a lot of things that a business person should consider, isn't it? So we have email market, marketing, social media. You have. Uh, networking or maybe SEO and AdWords and all of that. And the reason why I, I kind of go back to SEO and AdWords and, 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 and leads and inquiries, because when I speak to my clients, I always ask them, how do you find me? And I can tell you that majority of my, of, of my clients find me on Google. I am just highly ranked. It's a free, you know, I don't do, apart from, you know, I don't do, I don't pay for that. Then, then people, uh, I get some referrals from past clients and then some referrals from networking. So I've never got a client from social media. And I know it is different because I listen to some of your podcasts and other clients, like Cake Business. It's, it's so easy to post a few times a day with pictures. And that, it doesn't take a lot of time. Uh, and it's, it's, I think what I'm trying to say is it's 
and by being you know uh, doing networking i know that different platforms and different things work for different businesses and different people because if someone dislikes social media very much they will not do it very well so i can tell you from, so i'm not a fan and i commit to it and i do it and then and then there are weeks when, when i just can't because i just because i i am kind of trying to force myself to do it yes yeah and that's yeah, and that so, and that and that's back to you're doing it because the business needs it. At the end of the day, the mm. game changer today is is mobile. Everyone carries a mobile phone yeah. with them, and you're gonna. That's where you're gonna find the majority of your clients. Um, and uh, you know, I, I just wanted to share that with you because I don't think there's a lot of tweaking to do. Um, but you know, people are on the on the platforms. It's where everyone consumes. The amount of mm. consumption is huge. Um, I find it a challenge, but I know my business. I know I have to do it to grow my business. The other thing is you've been so patient getting to where you are now. The other thing is people will do a few posts and they want instant reactions. And the thing with this mm. is it's about back to health and fitness. You know, I know the exercises I need to do and I know the diet I need to do to get in great shape. Doing it's a different thing. And it's the same with social. And I'm having to be really disciplined. It's not the results you're going to get tomorrow it's the results you're going to start to get in six months nine months 12 months from that consistent posting yeah. so, so I, I agree and there is one thing i think i wanted to mention as well what i've noticed in the past what is helpful or was helpful for me is business coaching or or mentor or having someone who can because as said, there's, there are so many things to to be possible you know to, to do and if you're one person banned when you're in a position where you cannot afford to outsource it or hire someone, you have to manage it yourself somehow for, for a period of time. It becomes can become overwhelming or distracting, what I found. So you kind of do this and you remember you have to do that and this and this, and sometimes it's too much. But by working with someone, they're able to you know, filter it out and focus you, ground you and say, this is what you have to focus on. Maybe, you know, and I, I, I've noticed that I worked more productively when I have someone like that that can help me so yeah I, I I appreciate you sharing that again and it's about what works for people because mm. some people can't work with coaches some people can um I think it's great that you've recognized that helps you because it helps you stay disciplined um yeah, because but, you know because just one thing I am I consider myself an organized person and focused and determined and yet it's not that easy because you are distracted as well when you work for yourself you oh there's washing to be done there is this to be done and this and and you say you just you need to treat it as your working hours and you know not you know nine to five or eight to four whatever hours you have and but it, it is it is just learning that and it's not always easy no it's not and like we said earlier no one said it's easy and that's why you've got your list on the board and that's why you've mm -hmm. got your targets but at the end of the day you also said at the beginning you're happy Mm. Um, I, you know, I'm happy. I love what I do. I get up in the morning and I look forward to it. You know, in fact, on Fridays and Saturdays, I'm already looking forward to the following week. Um, I'm loving doing the podcast. Um, and, so, but you're right, there are challenges and it's about how do you move through and work through it? Um, Anna, I want to say it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for taking the time to come onto the podcast. Um, I tell you what, what I'd really like to ask as well is, um, 
maybe in the future you might come back and let us know maybe in six months nine months time you could share with us how you maybe um if you did try tiktok how you develop with social if you have looked at ways of increasing conversions and what's worked for you um you know i'd really appreciate that because i think our listeners and, and viewers would be interested to see again how you know you run your own business it's you you're trying to um, spin all those plates and it's challenging so it'd be great to maybe come back in another six nine months and have a chat and see how uh, how things how things are going for you yeah that would be great because i'm not i'm not going to give up i want to you know have a proper go and make sure i can 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 do what i love and then i'll be happy to to be back and thank you thank you for having me here today and, and listening to uh, to, to my experiences and thoughts and uh, it was a pleasure thank you thank you and actually again for our listeners and for our viewers would you just tell them what your website is so they can go and have a look so it's, it's simply www.annapinock.co.uk and all the details uh, are on there so that's www.anna so that's a double n a pinnock p-i-n-n-o-c-k um, and then it was .co.uk great well um, when all this goes live we'll make sure that we share it across social and um, you know let's let's help people understand what you do in your business and see if we can um, uh, help drive some traffic and awareness to what you're doing and I look forward to seeing the first TikTok post thank you <laughs> speak soon yes thank you bye <laughs>